had some technical difficulty where uh, this is our second chance on this one. If it doesn't work, we're going to have target practice later and the mixing board is going bye-bye. Okay, so I didn't mean to knock it off the table, but I don't think we have to shoot it personally. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have to. <laughs> well, you know what they say, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's how I lost my last party. <laughs> and it all comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome back, everybody. Hopefully this one's working. Um, we hope that uh, we'll be able to get this posted. We'll see. Hey, on the bright side, um, we, we don't even really have that much of an audience to notice. So That's uh, true. That's mm. true. So uh, if you're listening to this one, you're a real one. <laughs> Thank you. To the random guy in Germany that's listening to us, we appreciate your patronage. You, um, even if the only word that you recognize is Katze. Yeah. Your uh, your listenership is Das Gut. Yeah. So. And um, this one this one's for you, Blake. Thanks for showing up and actually <laughs> listening to these. Yeah, we we're hoping to double our listenership. Uh, we're going to go from one to two. I Woo! mean, fingers crossed. You know. My mom is still a maybe. Um, she said if she's done crocheting that she might listen. So. <laughs> Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, welcome to our new listeners. Uh, we'll do a real quick roll call. Uh, today, we have Joey with us. Hello. We have Ryan. Hey, yeah. And we have Clay. Hi. And uh, myself, Kevin. I didn't forget this time. Hey, good job. Proud hey. of you. Appreciate Hi. that. Every once in a while, I remember that I'm here. <laughs> Haven't gone senile yet. And it's a, it's <laughs> in senior, senior moments. That's yeah, right. So, we... Um, we're going to try to recreate what we just thought we were recording, and uh, we weren't. So well, we'll hey, see how that goes. Don't give them a peek behind the curtain. That's right. Ooh, they're going right. to think that it's not genuine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have your scripts? Uh, uh, no. Roll back the tape. That's okay. I got backups. Let me just pass them out real quick. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. 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 There Th you go. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All right. So uh, we started with uh, Clay last time, and he had uh, thrown out. Uh, some information that he wanted some input on. It was kind of like a reverse. He almost kind of like is uh, trying to get us caught by trying to g have us guess what's going on. I guess you could say I got some stuff to say. What's the deal with that? What is the deal? <laughs> I won't do it. Not this time. <laughs> you you can't, can't make me. <laughs> it's already on there. Oh, boy. What is the deal with that? Anyway, so I was on the D&D wiki. Uh, and Boo. I know there's a lot of stop. <laughs> I don't. Why do you guys hate the D and D wiki so much? <laughs> because anyone can post on it and nothing's balanced. That's every wiki. That's every Wikipedia ever. Yes. Anybody could. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> I'm like an elementary school teacher. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was on the homebrew page, which it doesn't matter if anybody edits because it's all made up anyway. But I was looking through, and they had like this cursed items page, and I thought it was really cool. Um, there are a lot of really interesting things in here that I wouldn't have thought about. Uh, with that being said, um, have you guys ever like homebrewed your own magic items that you especially liked or anything like that? Uh, yeah. So, uh, in my campaign in particular, I have this one reoccurring magic item. It's called the ring of teleportation. Boo. Uh, now, <laughs> now when you hear about that, you might think off the top of your head, oh, it's a ring that you can put on and it gives you the ability to teleport. Not so. <laughs> For you see, my ring of teleportation, uh, it's just a simple brass ring, but uh, when you put it on, instead of you teleporting somewhere, uh, just just the ring teleports. <laughs> um, Where does it go? 
yeah, that's the fun part. Um, <laughs> so I just have it so that it always, you know, my party always just seems to manage to stumble into wherever it teleported itself to. <laughs> so, you know, you clear out a cave full of bandits. Well, there's a familiar looking brass ring in the pile of loot there. Um, you know, you kill a dragon, you go to loot a tord. Man, that, that brass ring looks real familiar. Um, you walk into some lady's house uh, for the first time. You've never met this woman before. Well, she's got a brass ring in her jewelry <laughs> box. That's pretty <laughs> weird. Um, so, wait, yeah. Wait, wait. If I've never met this woman before, why am I going through her jewelry box? I don't know. Maybe it was open. <laughs> it was open. <laughs> so that's I mean, you were walking by. The lock fell off. I mean, what are you going to do? Not look? Clay? Yeah? What characters do you usually play? Hey, I play... Listen, this isn't about... <laughs> <laughs> this is lawful good paladins. Yeah, all lawful good. I actually don't even play. I, th I think what you've probably been through a lot of things that didn't belong to you. But hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm pretty Nothing sure you, you helped prove. him go through someone's dresser before. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah. I think I, I definitely rescued you. <laughs> I don't remember if I went through uh, someone's undergarments drawer with you. I think... I don't know. It was one of us because we, need, we needed. It was it. definitely you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I was getting clothes for uh, for the princess. Yeah. Ah, yes. When yeah. she was still a child. When That's she was right. still a child. Yep. Yeah. We aren't giving any more context on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so getting into the cursed items, then um, I have a really fun one to start, and I, I don't know if you guys you might be able to guess what it is. It's called. A bag of rats. What, what would you say that is? Well, uh, I don't know. It sounds kind of mysterious. I don't know how you could ever discern what it could ever possibly be. But, you know, if I would be so bold as to guess. Please do. I would, you know, maybe wager that it's a bag that um, is full of rats. I don't do podcasts with psychics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, it's a bag Full of rats! Wow, unbelievable! <laughs> it, it appears like Did it's a bag of see that coming. right? Crazy! <laughs> Who would have thought? Orsa, 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 Orsa probably would have. So it, it it looks like a bag of holding, and it functions like one. But when you uh, try to take an item out of it, then it releases a swarm of rats. That it it doesn't necessarily say that this swarm of rats is hostile to you. It just says that there's They're suddenly there. a swarm of rats. Just hanging out. Just chilling. You know. Just vibing. Just you know. vibing. But you know how rats are. But they're hungry, though. Mm. Ooh, they're you know what they hungry. eat. Flesh. And they eat, uh, they eat bags. Anything that moves. <laughs> Anything <laughs> that moves. Oh, my. Wait, at least two years. All other items. So when you put items inside the bag, they're disgorged. Does anyone know what that word means? I assume it just means the rats eat it. The rats eat your items. Yum. <laughs> Anyway, so bag of rats. That one I thought was really fun. I <laughs> uh, thought you could just for DMs that are looking to be spiteful. Yeah. Uh, hey Joey, can we get a bag of rats in the in your campaign? It's already there. Really. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to find the lockup full <laughs> of yeah. hungry cursed items. <laughs> <laughs> and next one, the pen of illiteracy. So this uh, this it looks like a fountain pen, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, everybody knows what the fountain pen is. Um, it's a it's a pen from a fountain, right? Uh, yeah, and then exactly. so you take the pen out of the fountain, and then you uh, when you write, it looks it's gorgeous. It's like what's that uh, the calligraphy? Calligraphy, yes. 
that. So it when you write, it looks like calligraphy. It's gorgeous. You you think that this is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen, but when you show it to other people, it looks like you know somebody who doesn't know how to write English <laughs> and who's also blind <laughs> tried to write with their teeth. Huh. It, it's just it's it's disgusting looking. So you and me on a good day. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So. <laughs> It, it's great. I think it'd be hilarious just having one of those. It's kind of just a gag item. You guys think of any fun uh, utility for this? Um, I Actually, feel like it would be really yeah. good for um, like a like a warlock character who like has like issues with madness or something, right? So you have like a journal that's full of all their like philosophical ideas and how they're gonna like save the world from like the impending doom or whatever, but it's all just like scribbles. <laughs> There's nothing legible on it. Oh, It'd be a really good use. Uh, you could use it to write down things you don't want anybody else to see. You could write down like combinations. Ooh, you could write I'm down. I'm going to kill uh, my party this week. <laughs> <laughs> but and I then mean, they slip you the real fountain pen that time. So I think <laughs> it, it it does have it. It borders on a utilitarian. But uh, it, it, I think that when you first do it, I think you're just going to be confused <laughs> because you're going to hand it to them. They're going to look at you like, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> Dude, I've written it right there on the, it's right there. Look at it. It's clear <laughs> as day. That is barely a letter. My favorite and thing is imagine because this is supposedly this is a common item in this homebrew wiki. So my, my favorite thing is just thinking someone picks up this pen and they feel something and they're like, uh, I, I want to roll some, what is it, insight? Yeah. I want to roll insight and it's like, it's magical. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's a pen. <laughs> and you write and you're like, oh my what God. What is a magic It makes pen. me write so pretty. <laughs> yeah, and if, like, the, uh, yeah. if the DM didn't step in, it could take you years before you finally realize what it actually is doing. I mean, maybe. Well, I, I mean, how know. many times are you going to write something and then show it to somebody else? Depends I mean, on it, the character, I suppose. Right, but I mean, you know, it's true. you would think that that would not be an everyday occurrence. So you have this whole book and you give it to them. Okay, here's all the instructions. This is where we're going to be. This is the time. <laughs> and then Completely illegible. Yeah, and they <laughs> open it up. It's like, dude. Is this, is this a joke? Were you drunk <laughs> when you made <laughs> this? <laughs> that seems like a fun thing. DMs, take note. If you give someone this pen, because I know I inspire all of you, have them pass notes to you and just have a stack of pre-prepared <laughs> scribbles. <laughs> so you go, okay. And then you just pick one up and you pass it to whoever they were talking about. Oh, like, that's what they really wrote to good. you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Like, oh, thanks. Thanks, man. So appreciate it. What is this? <laughs> okay. Uh, and last one is called The Monkey's Paw. A classic. A classic. I don't know. Are you all familiar with The Monkey Paw? I am, at least. Joey looks like a man that's very familiar with a monkey paw. Oh, I know my way around a monkey paw. Joey oh actually has goodness. two monkey I paws that are attached paws. to the end of his arms. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> got long hair and two monkey paws. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Visual joke. Anyway, so a monkey paw, for those of you unfamiliar, is similar to like a genie's lamp um, in that it gets you three wishes but the wishes are always going to be interpreted by the monkey paw in the most malicious way possible. So it's always going to try to get one over on you or make you miserable. So you have to be really careful not to give it any wiggle room. <laughs> Otherwise, it's definitely going to take it and it's going to make things harder on you. Got to be really legalistic. Maybe hire a lawyer yeah. to write <laughs> up your wish. Like, I'd just go down to your local uh, town center and be like, I need a bureaucrat. <laughs> this is important. I am a bureaucrat. I don't believe you. Show me. <laughs> so 
Look at my pen. <laughs> Look at my paperwork. It's just scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's it. Well, you know, with some DMs, uh, every wish item is a monkey paw. That's true. What's with that? Um, I don't know. I feel like for a lot of DMs, it's like uh, like a power trip thing. It's just kind of <laughs> like, you know, they hang the carrot in front of you and then take it away and slap you on the wrist. And they're like, no, bad. No. Thought, you thought you were getting a wish. You're dumb. Why would I ever give you that, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> you fell for the thing that I told you was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many times does that happen in a campaign where a DM does the, like, he's like, oh, I got to trick you guys. So he just outright lies to you <laughs> and then you believe him <laughs> because he told you something. And then he's like, ah, you, you fool. fool. You fell for it. It's like, yeah, you, you lied me. to me. If You're supposed you, to be God. Yeah. You lied to me in real life. Why would you do that? <laughs> I can't wait till you find out your entire part is in insane asylum. Oh, I I'm waiting it. for it. <laughs> I would believe it based on Bring how things it. have gone. We're, we're already insane. It did, we, we expect it to be yeah, there. That's the next yeah. step is the jailbreak out of that <laughs> asylum. <laughs> that's, our, that's our base of operations. Yeah. Hey, man, if I get locked up, that can be your uh, your redemption for me saving your life. You saved mine. Yeah, you guys just <laughs> got put in solitary, actually. <laughs> Dude, I love solitary. Uh, and speaking of our uh, campaign, uh, Joey... How are how are you feeling with yours? You, are you feeling comfortable yet? Is it everything no. that you've dreamed of and more? <laughs> yes, mostly more. <laughs> uh, so this week was particularly fun because uh, some of my party members are in jail. Ah. Classic. Uh, but before that, they plan on going uh, to find warehouses and steal from a gang. <laughs> yeah. And... I forgot about the whole jail thing when I was prepping, <laughs> so I prepared for the entire warehouse thing, and we have um, I have a lot of improv to do today. Well, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> They're just going to get killed off anyway, right? Yeah. I think I'll just make or it easy on myself. Yeah. yeah. You can kill off the one that's not here, and then the other one. I think <laughs> I think he did good enough. I think he learned his lesson. You can just let him go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. You know, speaking of, thank you for uh, letting me play one of the NPCs, and so I got yes. to interrogate people, Joey. That was great i enjoyed every moment of that that I'm, was really fun yeah i'm glad it's, i'm just trying to keep everyone involved and yeah. since you guys are still kind of broken up that's kind of the best way to do it i think yeah. um so to fill you guys in uh joey's been doing this thing where occasionally there will just be npcs and he'll just give us like little notes about like their personality and mannerisms and then he just lets us role play them and so uh clay for instance got to play this fortune teller named orsa She's amazing. Um, for the Pirates of the Caribbean fans out there, think Tia Dalma, uh, but way more like vapid and airy. Like she's just, and she's also just a so gnome. happy. Yeah, mm. and a gnome. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to. We're we're sitting at a like re regular table, you know, for humans, and so I to kind of simulate it. Got down on my hands and knees, and uh, acted out the whole thing. I had a strong like. It wasn't even Jamaican. It was just like that's as close as you're yeah, gonna get. Yeah, I would just say give him a taste. Yeah, yeah just a, just a little bit. I, I feel like that's. I don't, I'm gonna get Is it offensive. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, it's offensive. We're gonna leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Rest assured, it was hilarious. Uh, I really enjoyed doing it, and I think that's a. I think it's a good idea for DMs in general. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like the. It kind of keeps the players who weren't like specifically part of those scenarios involved. 
Like, for instance, um, the only people who got to meet Orsa were my character and Austin's character. Clay wasn't even there, so oh, there was wasn't, there. like, a <laughs> conflict of his character having to interact with this NPC that he was also playing. But he also still got to be a part of the scenario, so it, it kind of kept him involved in the game when, you know, normally you might, like, pull out your phone, check your messages, your emails, or whatever. <laughs> I like it. What about uh, what about you, Kevin? You ever done anything like that? I have not, and I thought that was brilliant. I mean, it, it was something I would have never thought to do. Um, and Joey just handed over the information on that particular mm -hmm. character, what the, their their end goal was, and kind of a couple little notes, I, I think. I, I didn't actually see them, but right. it worked out really well. Yeah, um, and I got to play a hard-boiled detective that's who right. was one day away from retirement trying to get a confession out of these two people that had just been brought into jail. So that was fun for me. I got to slam the table a lot and shout. And, um, so we played normally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a sp real spur of the moment thing too. Cause I, I think all it started just clay making a joke impression. Yeah, of the right. seer. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at you and I was like, please let me play her. And you're like, you want to <laughs> like, go for yes. it. <laughs> yeah. So I just handed you some notes. So like here, but I mean, you can play them how you want. Yeah. I don't essentially know. It. I've never been in a campaign where that's happened. Uh, you know, that's actually a really, really good thing. Mm -hmm. Because like our party separated, right? And because we're separated, you, you know, part of us are not involved and not engaging at that point. And like Ryan said, you know, you don't want them sitting there, um, you know, on their phones doodling, you know, not right. paying attention. Although, you know, the whole that kind of keeps you out of the medical right, game exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not really, you don't know what happened. But it, this one was just too hysterical. We, you know, it was everybody so funny, was engaged. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, I see why one, some DMs wouldn't want to do that, just because they want to like keep everything in their pocket. They don't want to like divulge that information to players. And like you were saying, um, it kind of like ten lead tends to lead to meta gaming and whatnot. But like, I feel like as long as you aren't using super plot important characters, like if it's just a throwaway side character. Then yeah. I don't see any issues with it. I think Orsa might be back. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, he's gonna be back. I don't think Joey originally planned for her to come back. Nope. He might just. Uh, he might. He, she might just appear out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> she. She's like my ex flame now. I guess at this point. Yeah. You Came out that. of nowhere. Apparently, yeah. you and Orsa were hooked up. Yeah, my, my backstory <laughs> suddenly gained an entire <laughs> new layer that I didn't even know yeah. I had. I did forget that your character was a woman. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I started flirting with him pretty heavily. Um, and yep. it, uh, it turned out great. It was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a lot more attracted to Ryan now. Um, <laughs> whole new yeah. light, you know? It's it. This is what games do. They bring people together. <laughs> And Brian and I will talk about our relationship after the podcast. <laughs> so, um, and, it, you know, not to make this a really obvious and awkward segue, but uh, I think Brian might want to try and piss me off right about oh, now. I, would love to. I know you would. That's the basis of our relationship yeah, up until it evolved into something new. That's that last white week. hot passion, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Okay, so um, welcome to Two Lies and a Truth. If you've never heard the segment before, this is the part where um, I pick one thing that is from a core Wizards of the Coast book uh, that most people haven't heard of, and then I make two other things up, and then I try and trick Clay into picking the wrong one That's as to which one's real. It's pretty easy. I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so. Yeah, so um, this, uh, this time we're going over uh, different monsters. So, 
I'm just going to go ahead and read them off here for you. Read them. Okay, so the first one is that there's a monster that is created when a drow elf uh, earns the favor of their goddess and then gets turned into a half-drow, half-spider called a drider. A, a drider, I you get it? Because it's the DR from drow and then the eider from spider. Why would you want <laughs> to be? like? Yeah. Why is that a reward? I that sounds like something that happens to you when you go wandering too deep yeah. in a haunted wood. <laughs> Well, you know. I've turned you into half a spider. <laughs> it's like, ah, thank you. This I've been praying I've for this. Wanted. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And then the second one is there is a type of undead that is just a sentient coffin that tries to eat people. So it's basically a mimic, but like uh, it's undead and it just eats the soul and your body kind of stays inside and rots until it's a skeleton. I refuse to accept that that's real. I'm getting rid of that just right out. <laughs> okay. Ahead. And then the last one is that there's a type of bird uh, that lives in the desert and it burrows underground and it forms like its nests down there. Um, and then they pretend to be stuck in the sand to lure prey in. And then uh, the victim falls into a sinkhole and it gets eaten by the bird and its children. How big <laughs> is this bird? Um, I don't know. Probably slightly smaller than a halfling. That's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bird. I mean, have you ever seen an emperor penguin? Those guys are pretty big. That's not a bird either. I refuse to. We're not going to get into this right now. (laughs) That's not a bird. That's terrifying. Anyway, (laughs) it's a fantasy creature. What do you want? So the Drider just sounds. Is Drider canon, or is that just something you made up? I don't know. That's the point of the game, isn't it? Which one's the answer, Ryan? Just real quick. (laughs) Right, real fast. That's just oh, that's dumb. So uh, I guess what what's a drow? A drow is like a dark elf. They live underground in most campaign settings, um, and they kind of like in most of the time they've grown accustomed to living underground, and so they hate the surface and the sun. Ah yes, yes. I've spent all this time making my underground cave. Also, big fans of spiders. I love it down here. It's so dark and it's cold and I get to pray to my dark evil god. To turn me into a half spider, yeah. But my life feels empty without being half a spider. Yes, exactly. You got it. <laughs> now I sound German. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'll turn you back up now. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why does it sound so quiet all of a sudden? Yeah, because you're, you're, you're peaking everything. That's okay. It, it lit up like a Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, it's okay. You, you can fix it in post, right? Yeah. Yeah, just it, it <laughs> cut him out. Everybody likes when just I shout. Just his audio track. It'll make this That's whole segment really awkward. I'll just get rid of it, <laughs> and then at the end, I'll put it on where he selects. Right, you know, yeah. and, then and there you go. That's fair. All right, try like... You want me to clap or something? No, this is fine. <laughs> no, that's good, that. yeah. All yeah. right, we're leaving it in. <laughs> anyway, um, Drider sounds dumb. The coffin sounds dumb. <laughs> what about sand? <laughs> Stupid bird sounds dumb. Um, <laughs> what else is new for this game? This is just, I get, I lose my faith in Wizards of the Coast every week, and it's from knowing that one of these stupid options <laughs> is real. <laughs> well, let's hear from some of our other contestants. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, Joey. I have no idea. <laughs> I am at a complete loss. They're all pretty good, huh? They're all amazing. <laughs> <sighs> Coffin? You, you could be a drider next time. You want to be a drider? Drider man. 
Um, there are a lot of sentient objects in in D and D. That is true. I'm gonna go with the coffin, even though that's probably the wrong answer. All right, mean, sounds Kevin? pretty cool, even if it is wrong. Right, I'm gonna bring it into my campaign if it's wrong. Even what if about it's you, right. Kevin. The bird. The bird. The, the bird. I heard that was the word actually. Bird Stop. is the word. We're not doing this right well, that's now. That's the end of that <laughs> bit. Anyway, <laughs> I God the Drider. <laughs> I hate that so much. The Drider. You kind of have to take that. We took the other two. So no, I will not take Drider. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go with the stupid coffin. The coffin. <laughs> the stupid, stupid, stupid coffin. Because I refuse to accept that Wizards of the Coast implemented a pun into their uh, into their handbook. <laughs> I won't. And then the stupid bird just... I don't know how... That just sounds too ridiculous. Yeah, well. It's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, coffin, final answer. Coffin, final answer. All right. Well, uh, Clay, I would hate to tell you this, but... Um, I don't think you were, in it. fact, incorrect. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, if you say Drider, I'm going to punch you. You better move. Is the Drider. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's just in the core monster manual. So uh, any any up-and-coming DMs, you can just flip open your monster manual and take a look at the horror that is the Drider. <laughs> I don't think I that want to. It's pretty <laughs> gross. I can imagine it sounds gross. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Um, if you've ever played like Dark Souls and you fought like Quaylag, um, that's the general idea. I don't play Dark Souls. I value my uh, my sanity. Yeah, well, Quaylag's a drider. So. Great. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> oh my. Oh my god. I hate. Uh. Wizards of the Coast. The three people here uh, that value you are the ones that aren't talking right now. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate, why would you Drider? <laughs> Drider. 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 Puns in the handbook, man. Is it even a pun? It's just combining the two names together. Technically. No. It's a play on words. It's a play on right? word. Yeah, it's a pun. Okay, sure. Stupid. <laughs> what is a pun? <laughs> I'm done for the rest of the podcast. You guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> I'm leaving. I don't want to do this anymore. So according to Volos, you could play Monster Races. I want to play a Drider next. <laughs> I'm sorry no. for whoever has to DM that. <laughs> Probably me. <laughs> did this to yourself, you yeah, stupid. Yeah, I really you did, fool. didn't I? You stupid desert bird <laughs> writing. <sighs> you know, I really thought about my segment. And I feel like people are probably just getting more, like, free homebrew content out of it than, like, you know, anything else. Like, some people might be like, ooh, fun D&D trivia, but so many other people are probably like, wow, that's a really stupid monster that Ryan made up. I'm going to go put that in my campaign. <laughs> I've already been working on slime people, man. Yeah. I'm way bad way. Slime people are great. Slime people are the best. <laughs> the fan art of Driders is stupider than I imagine. Yeah, I've got it here. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, uh, include a picture of Drider down below for our fans. Thank you. Right, but what about a revengeful puddle that goes around killing people? That sounds pretty good. It's and also great. pretty similar to the plot of Rubber. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a little <sighs> off topic, but that's okay. What that's else is fine. there? Yeah, it's a topic. It's a topic. It's a topic. It'll work. It'll work. That'll. Yep. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 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 So, uh, 
where do we go from here? What's next? Uh, I think we can. I'm going to go uh, hang myself from my shower curtain rod. Um, <laughs> so, um, I don't know. This is just. Well, <sighs> it, uh, it, it this has been a pretty good ride so far. Uh, we have enjoyed coming to you on a weekly basis, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep this up. Um, I'm getting tired. I'm old. I don't do well. But uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, um, uh, I'll take the time to plug our social media stuff. Real that'd quick. be great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hello. Thank you for listening this far. Um, if you're interested in listening to more of our things or checking us out on social media, you can head to our website at www.rollthenumber4insanity.com. So that's roll4insanity.com. Um, and we will have links to all of our social media on that page. We have Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, I think. I don't know. Sure. Um, I believe so. <laughs> and so you can follow us on all of that. And then also you can sign up for our newsletter where you'll, where you'll get notifications for new episodes being posted and any other updates that we might want to send out to you guys. Um, and yeah, it'll also give you links to any places that you can find our podcast through Anchor. So um, basically everything that you need all in one website with a nice little bow on top. That's right. And we do have a starter section there. Uh, I don't think we've talked in about that in the last uh, couple episodes, but no. we do have a section out there uh, with just some th suggested items for uh, the new player, the new DM. Uh, that's on our starters page. Yeah, we so. have a bunch of different things. We tried to keep things on the cheaper end for anyone that was just trying to get into the hobby. So, you know, um, if you don't want to commit and buy like a full Chessex battle map, then we have nice, like, laminated plastic ones that'll do you just fine. Yeah. And if you want something more expensive, check out your local game store. Give them some patronage. Yeah, Those things are a dying breed. They'll probably yep. be more than happy to help you find whatever you're looking for. And they probably will have more variety than what we can think of. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, oh, the, yeah. you know, the local hobby stores are, like you said, as a dying breed, so we yeah. definitely want to keep them up and running. So. Yep. Well, folks, thank you again uh, for joining us, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you uh, in the near future. And uh, leave comments, questions, whatever. And we'll see you next time. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye, guys. Bye.